Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table. We discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, peeps, we are discussing number one for you, episode six of the Taiwanese BL drama series. I stayed up till 2 a.m. again watching this series episode. I watched it twice because it was just so darn good, to be quite honest. This series is one of my favorites. I'm definitely going to be rewatching this again and again and again. And my kids are probably going to sit there and go, Dead Mom, can we please watch something else? I go, yeah, after we watch this one more time. <laughs> but anyway, you know, I figure movie nights for Dead Mom, I get a pick. They get to pick the rest of the nights. You know, it, it's an even equilibrium. But anyway, this episode really does kind of solidify the whole series. I think episode five and six are my personal favorites, although I do have to say four did have some high points. In episode six, basically, Xiao Shuyi and Gao Shidi are trying to figure out how to be a couple, and it's kind of funny. I mean, I think this series is probably the closest thing to Emma by Jane Austen of any BL series I've ever seen. Really pretty much any show I've ever seen. Because in many ways, Zhao Shuyi is really kind of an Emma. And Gao Shidi is really kind of a knightly. I mean, it's the same kind of characterization. Um, Zhao Shuyi, I really liked how he kind of came into appreciating Gao Shidi in this Gashidi in this episode, um, mainly because, you know, all through his life, he's kind of made Gashidi, you know, not, not been very nice to him. And I think in this episode, you really see how he's like, pretty much absolutely crazy about that person. And so it's kind of fun to watch. I also love how, as their story progresses, as you know, he goes and meets, um, Zhao Shui goes to Gao Shidi's home and they're doing their homework and then his mom um, Gao Shidi's mom comes in and I love the scenes with Gao Shidi's mom because she comes in and she knows from you know her child liking Zhao Shui for years and years and years that this is Zhao Shui and they're both trying to be so calm and capable these two boys and it's so funny to watch because the mom's like I'm going to go make dinner. Do you guys want to go do your homework in your room while I make dinner? Then you guys can come out and eat. And I love at the dinner table how she's just so calm and hospitable and also fun to be around. Because I think a lot of times in the dramas, typically the moms are kind of just, I don't know. And, you know, I know that being a mom can be really tiring sometimes. But I also think it's such a great opportunity. I mean, you get to be a mom of these awesome kids. And yeah, things might go wrong. You may have bad days. They might have bad days. But that doesn't excuse the fact that you have an awesome chance with your kids. And I love how she sits there and she just includes both Gao Shidi and Zhao Shui in the dinner conversation. How she's piling Zhao Shui's plate with all these shrimp. And how he almost breaks down at the table because it reminds him of how his mom used to do that same thing with him. And I love how she just kind of takes that up and just graciously includes everyone in the dinner conversation. And then after dinner, how Zhao Shui tries to do the dishes by thinking that if he dumps the bowl in, in soapy water and then just puts that on the dish 
um, pad that cleans the dish and Gaoshidi has to come and do the dishes over. He has to help him figure out how you wipe down the table because Zhao Shui's never done any of those things. And it is absolutely hilarious to watch. At the end of this scene, you also have a really cool moment between Gaoshidi's mom Gaoshidi and Zhao Shui when they're sitting there eating fruit and she says you know I know about you liking my son and she says do you mind do you care and she says of course I care because I care about my son and I care that you know he's been following you for years Zhao Shui I mean you're the one he's been drawing pictures of since he was in elementary school so you know of course I know who you are and I'm just happy that you know you found someone, he's found someone that you're happy with, because that's a rare thing in this world. And, you know, I really love her personality in this and how she just kind of alleviates all the tension. And at the end of this episode, I love how she, as at the end of the scene, how she says, you know, Zhao Shui is sitting there going, he's basically out of words because he was totally thinking she was going to freak out maybe throw him out of the house, maybe have a big fight with Gaoshidi. And she says, you know, what do you think? That I'm modern and, um, you know, contemporary? Or do you think that I look ageless? I do yoga and eat a lot of this kind of food and drink juice. And it's kind of funny because she's trying to just alleviate all the stress and pressure. And I really think that's one of the cool things about a lot of the BL dramas do have awesome moms depicted. I mean, I don't mean it weird. I just haven't seen that. It's kind of like why I like to watch BL drama is because they ask questions in their relationships that I find interesting that you don't see in a rom-com. Normally, you know, trouble strikes and then we ask the questions rather than asking the questions before the trouble would strike. You know, I don't know. It just seems like a good idea to me. But anyway, and I also love the depiction of the moms in a lot of the BL dramas because they are really cool characters whether you're talking about the mom in number one for you that is Gaoshidi's mom or whether you're talking about the mom in Love by Chance who is Pete's mom or whether you're talking about you know the what was the other one oh Tanhan Chanlati Chanlati's mom I mean you've got some really cool mom figures in these shows who really just enjoy their kids and want the best for them and really don't I mean no offense are like you know as long as you're happy I really don't care as long as you know you're doing what you need to do oh and also the other one is in until we meet again um farm's mom is the same way and I really like that showing of really cool kind of quirky moms um as this story progresses Zhao Shui's dad finds out that Zhao Shui is dating. I'm guessing that is one of the things that leads to the breakup that we're going to be seeing in the next series called Fighting Mr. Number Two, I think is what it's called. I'm really looking forward to that in March. But I'm guessing that's probably what helped lead to their breakup because what happened was Zhao Shui and Gao Shidi were a couple for I don't know how long. We really don't have any stipulation. We know that at the beginning of this episode, they've been together for about a month. Um, by this time, Gao Shidi's like, you know, this is who I'm going to be with. He actually goes to his cousin, the doctor, and says, by the way, this is your future cousin-in-law, just so you know. And he's not joking either. I mean, he's like, you know, I've been pursuing this person since elementary school, and by cracky, since grade five, I am going to 
end up with this person. And I really think that that was how he saw the world. I think what happened, I mean, again, this is all stipulation because we don't have Fighting Mr. Two yet, but I'm guessing something happened with Xiao Shui's dad or maybe something happened with Gao Shidi's mom and stepdad that made it so that they weren't able to be together. And so they were apart for five years and Zhao Shui was really mad when he got that, um, when he met up with Gao Shidi again, let's just say that preview looks, yeah, he's pretty upset. But I think that the thing is, is as their story progresses and as they become better together as a couple, I also liked how number one, the mom was shown of Gao Shidi. And I also liked how you also saw Zhao Shui's two childhood friends, um, the girl and the um, guy who were his best friends who ended up together, how they kind of were able to loosen up and also how that friendship was basically restored once Gao Shidi was in Zhao Shui's life. Because as couples, they would sit down at the table and Zhao Shui was talking to his friends, who was the girl and the guy, and they, and they said, well, you know, Zhao Shui is the reason that we're together, because we would end up talking about him trying to pick up the mess that he made, and that is what made us decide to be together, because we got along so well doing that, and it's so funny to watch those two. Also, there was a guy who was after Gao Shidi, and also one that was after Gao Shui, and Zhao Shui, and those two ended up together in this episode for reasons that I really don't understand. I mean, no offense, I'm going, they're a, they're a weird couple, okay? But you know, there are stranger things in real life than in fiction. So anyway, also the doctor who is Gao Shidi's um, cousin, he's still, he still is trying to find basically, or still dealing with the heartbreak of having something go wrong with this kid he met in high school. I mean, that's all we really know is he was a medical doctor at this high school. There was this kid there. Um, you don't know what happened. You also, I'm also not clear. I'm thinking that Gao Shidi's cousin is probably in his mid-20s. I really don't know because I'm terrible at Asian, ages when it comes to Asian actors and their portrayal in film. And I'm really not quite sure why he was dating the high school. That seems a little weird. No offense, but we don't have the whole story. And also, I don't know what context this was. He could have been in high school at the same time. But you do see this weird scene where he's walking back into his medical clinic and he just misses the kid who he was with for a while. And it's like kind of this weird, like barely saw you, didn't see you kind of thing. Um, as the story progresses, Gao Shidi ends up going to America with his mom because she's marrying an American and he wants to stay with her for a couple of months to get her settled and make sure she's good before he comes back to Taiwan and just make sure his stepdad is okay and everything's good there because he does care about his mom very much. So this really stresses Zhao Shui out because he thinks he's leaving for good and and, and Gao Shidi says, you know what? I'm just leaving for a few months. I'm going to be back. And I also think that this brings up something that, you know, sometimes it's a gut thing. And I don't know how to explain it. But Zhao Shui is really freaked out about Gao Shidi leaving for this couple of months. And I really think that maybe that was something he should have, I don't know, acknowledged more deeply and maybe got on the plane too. I'm just saying, because whatever happened once um, Gao Shidi got on the plane, the next thing you know is five years later, they haven't met back up. It's like, 
Gao Shidi got on the plane, and then we have Fighting Mr. Chu. And all I'm guessing is that something between getting on that plane and connecting five years later happened that was massive. I'm also guessing because of the storyline that probably part of it, and again, spoiler alert, I don't know, just a guess, <laughs> but Gao Shidi didn't really value himself because he thought Zhao Shui was so awesome. And I'm guessing if Zhao Shui's dad came and said, don't go be with my son because he's destined for better things, Gao Shidi would have acknowledged that and left Zhao Shui alone, even though he felt they were meant to be together. And, you know, that's just the kind of person he is because he'd want the very best for Zhao Shui. And if he'd figure that that would be not with him, then he would definitely probably step aside and go, you know, that's not meant to be. But again, we don't really have the whole picture here. We just have Gao Shidi getting on the plane and Zhao Shui being left behind. And you can tell he's worried about that. And I think sometimes when you see things coming, as it were, you maybe should acknowledge it. And, you know, there are times in our lives when we do see things coming, we don't do anything. And then, you know, something bad happens and you sit there and go, you know, even if you'd done something, it wouldn't have stopped the bad thing from happening. But you would have at least felt that maybe you had a chance to say what you needed to say or do what you needed to do before the bad things happen. Because honestly, there are some things that are simply beyond our control. And there are others that's like, well, you know, Granted, you might have had the same outcome, but you wouldn't have felt so, what would the word be? Unable to affect change about that outcome or like it was something that was just thrust upon you rather than you had a choice in it. And I think in this situation where Gao Shidi gets on the plane, Zhao Shui stays behind in Taiwan, that was probably not the best of plans because of the concern that Zhao Shui had. Also, Zhao Shui is from a very rich family. He could have certainly bought a ticket to go stay for a couple months in America with Gao Shidi. And then you know what? They wouldn't have missed out maybe on those five years together. And five years is five years. I mean, yeah, it's a blink of an eye. I mean, you have a kid five years later. Wow, they're five years old. How did that happen? But the thing is, is still that's five years that they won't ever get back. And if they were supposed to be together, that seems like kind of a waste. I do think it's interesting. Again, I've not seen Fighting Mr. 2. It's coming out in March. It's going to be totally awesome, I am sure. But also the weird thing is, is the two other, the other couple, the one who wanted to be with Gao Shidi and the one who wanted to be with Sao Shui ended up together and they are working with Sao Shui five years later at this business firm. And I think that's kind of interesting that the two other characters who were always kind of looking out for this couple individually ended up taking care of Zhao Shui. Also, in this episode, there is a scene where Gao Shidi gives Zhao Shui a bracelet and basically says, from now on, you will only wear jewelry that I give you. And this one stays on unless you're in the shower, then of course you can take it off. But it's interesting to me, if you look at Fighting Mr. 2, the pictures from that upcoming drama, Zhao Shui is still wearing that bracelet. And Fighting Mr. Chu is subtitled um, Waiting. What is it? Oh, just a minute. Waiting. I think it's Waiting for You. I'm going to Google it here. But Fighting Mr. Chu. It's coming out. 
My computer is super slow today. Okay, let me see here. Fighting Mr. Two. I don't know. It's not moving here. Oh, here we go. Now it moved. Okay. Also, just so everyone knows, the person who wrote this series also wrote History 2, Right or Wrong, and History 2, Crossing the Line, and History 1, Obsessed. I'm not a fan of Crossing the Line or Obsessed, but they did History 2, Right or Wrong, which to me makes them absolutely superlative. Um, Fighting Mr. Second is the name of the um, second part, and I think it's also subtitled Waiting for You. Um, the thing I think is interesting about that is, yeah, Xiao Shui is really mad in Fighting Mr. Two. I mean, the only clip we have from that preview is he marches in to see Gao Shidi, who is now working in an office in a firm, and just walks in and punches him in the face, and that's it. <laughs> and the thing is, is... Um, there are better ways to get your point across. And if you are angry, then maybe taking a moment to have a nice cup of tea before you go and address that with someone is a good decision. But anyway, um, from that little brief preview, we can assume that, yeah, there's some conflict here. But also I'm going, you know, Gao Shidi probably wouldn't have punched him so hard or be still wearing that bracelet if he didn't still care about him in a weird twisted way because i'm going you know if you really care about people why are you punching him in the face i mean just a question there but anyway and also jane austen was right angry people are not always wise but still i'm looking forward to this series because it's going to be interesting to see how this progresses also i think we'll get a little bit more of the backstory on the doctor and this whole high school kid who he can't find and is feeling bad about her years thing because i'm guessing that they um become a couple in the series the actor who plays the high schooler is also in this series and also it will be interesting to see the strange couple progress as well and to see how zhao shui and gao shidi end up making things work are they going to get back together as a couple are they not and also how are they just going to approach life and the conflict that five years of distance has created? Because, you know, in some cases, when you have people and they get separated by time and space, they can come back together and have conversations. And it's like no time has passed. But oftentimes that's not the case. I mean, you've both developed as humans separately. You've had different influences, different things happen in your lives during that five-year period and how is that going to affect you is it going to bring you closer together is it going to drive you further apart also we are dealing with a society that wouldn't generally accept a same-sex couple in the same way they would another type of couple and how is that going to affect their relationship with their family with their friends especially in the case of Zhao Shui where I don't think his dad would have been as open to that as Gao Shidi's mom who's like you know my son's liked you for years I'm happy there you go but it's going to be really interesting to see I believe this comes out sometime in March I think March 5th is when it's going to be released I'm watching it on Tencent or WeTV app for like, I think it's $6 a month in US dollar equivalent to have a subscription. And that gives you the VIP access of episode five and six, which is totally worth it per month. I'm just saying. Plus you get access to a ton of Asian dramas that I did not even know existed. So I'm going to have to really um, buckle down and watch some of those. But that is my review 
of number one for you, episode six. I really cannot recommend this series highly enough. You could sit down and watch this with your kids. It would be perfectly fine. I will say there is one scene. It's kind of like in To My Star, depending on your bent and your, um, I don't know what you would call, but yeah. You might want to skip one scene in this regarding um, Zhao Shui's trying to figure out what his friend means by seductive something. I'm not going to say what. And that was not entirely appropriate. So you might want to have that fast forward button and just skip that with the kitties. But again, you know, you do you. But otherwise, I'd say this is a really good series. And I really enjoyed seeing how, again, Taiwan just has a really wonderful ability to make great BL drama. And the really thing that I think is a pity is a lot of people wouldn't watch this show because it is BL drama and they go, oh, BL drama, sound effects, hokiness, you know, the general litmus of all that stuff. But honestly, the reason I watch BL drama is because the higher quality ones like this one are quite interesting. The characters have things that they have to go through, face, and how do they do that? Also, the ability to voice their hopes, dreams, fears, and ambitions that you don't really see in a normal drama, which I think is quite interesting. And that is why I really liked number one for you. Check it at the round table. Bye!